Mountain. Hi, Joni. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to the Catholic Traveler podcast, the daily edition of the podcast where we are taking you every day to a new church in Lent called the Station Churches. And if you're just joining us and don't know what a Station Church is, go back and listen to our very first episode on the Station Churches, and we'll answer all your questions. Yeah. And just a quick refresher, it's a different church every day, like you said. And today is one of the original ones. So one of the very first churches of Rome, one of the very first station churches, and it is dedicated to our friend, Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. So this is our fourth church dedicated to St. Lawrence, and a few of the other churches we've been to have other parts of them, some kind of connection, like where he met a pope and things like that. Um but yeah, so I think we mentioned maybe in the first episode that Lawrence is one of the most popular saints in Rome um, after Peter and Paul. So we have a lot of churches, so nearly a thousand churches in Rome. And of the ones we've covered already, I don't even know which church this is. We're in the fifth week. How many churches have we visited? San Lorenzo in this church? Well, oh, I'm, wait, I'm just what? saying, like, how many churches have we visited? Oh, already. I, I don't, don't know. I'll don't count know. while you keep talking. <laughs> uh, this is our 28th church. Of those 28, four of them have been dedicated to Lawrence. So that's how big he is in Rome. Yes. And that's why this church is named after him. It's because the Pope, whose home this was, had a devotion to him. So he's a big deal in Rome. And the Pope had a devotion to him and named the church after him. Yeah, so this is built over that Pope's home. So the name of the church is San Lorenzo in Damaso. So it's St. Lawrence in the house of Pope Damasus. Basically, that's what it And so the church to. isn't connected to something that happened in Lawrence's life. It's connected to him through this devotion that the Pope had. And I love seeing the saints have devotion to other saints, um, just part of the one big happy family. And so Pope St. Damascus I lived in the fourth century, and he had a great devotion to the martyrs. Um, he was big in promoting kind of devotion to the martyrs, compiling histories of the martyrs. He and his secretary, a man named Jerome, like St. Jerome, they compiled all these annals of the martyrs. And Damascus is actually... Um, Damascus. Did we say Damascus earlier? I Maybe said I just Damascus. said Damascus. I didn't say Damascus. Okay. Like. I, I did. So it's not the same as the city, people. <laughs> okay. So Pope Damascus, Damascus, um, he compiled poetry. He actually wrote poetry honoring the martyrs. And we you can see in another church outside Rome, St. Agnes, um, outside the walls of Rome, St. Agnes, there's a um, script of his poem to Agnes. And so he he had this great devotion to the martyrs, loved Lawrence, and so he established a shrine to the deacon saint in his home. Yeah, and he also, that's kind of a cool bit of trivia, he's the one that developed all of the the drainage in the Vatican down in the crypt, what's now like the Scavi, to drain the water properly so that the bodies there wouldn't be affected by the dampness. Wow. Yeah. So he loved his martyrs and took care of them. He did. Uh, what else? I didn't tell you where this is. So we mentioned yesterday that if you've been to Rome, you've seen this church, but I'm almost 100% sure you didn't know it was a church because it just looks like 
a big chunk of marble. <laughs> it's a so, palace. It's a palace, yeah. But it, there's like there's no windows. It's just a big white building on a very busy street. Um, the one that connects basically the train station to the Vatican. This is maybe 15 minute walk from the river, the Tiber River from St. Peter's. Um, so if you've gone through that area, most likely you have, you would have gone by this church. So that's where it is. But on the inside, so it looks like it doesn't look like a church at all on the outside, but on the inside, it's beautiful, it has a beautiful mm-hmm. ceiling nice old confessionals. Um, there's the the ciborium over the altar. That's really pretty. Lots and lots of relics. So it is a, a really nice church. Oh, it's also all right off Campo di Fiore. A lot of people know where that is. Yes. Yes. So if you know that main church, that main street, Vittorio Emanuele, it's on that, but between that and Campo di Fiore. Um, and it's so Pope, so, so Damasus had this amazing like location for his home. He was like in the middle of everything. The theater of Pompey was nearby. And so he established this shrine and he really, um, he led the church from this home and he actually established the first Vatican archives here on this spot. So he, he led the church while remaining in this spot. And it's interesting, the church still does a lot of work from this place because now it's part of the 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 um, Roman tribunal, I believe, is here. So it's part of this bigger palace that was built in the Renaissance. So a lot of what you see today dates to the Renaissance. One of the cardinal's nephews built his big palace here. He excavated the Theater of Pompey and brought all the the pillars, um, the columns from the Theater of Pompey and either put them in the church or put them in, we don't really know, put them in the, now they're in the courtyard here. Um, and so a lot of it was was Renaissance. It really got built up into this palace, but we still have a lot of church offices here. And I've actually been here and done some volunteer work for one of the church offices really? on the top floor of the cancellaria. Yeah. Did yeah. the elevator have so, buttons? I don't remember. I remember walking through the beautiful courtyard and I remember going to the very, 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 very top floor. So, I don't remember. Yeah, this the is one of the most secure buildings in Rome because of what you're talking about, like all the offices. What and, happens here. Yeah. And so I know some people that have been here that they were actually, they were visiting Cardinal Burke. He had an office here. I don't know if he still has anything here or not. Um, and the elevator to his office had no buttons. Like it was that secure. You had wow. to like, <laughs> you had to just get in it and it took you where you were going. And that was, um, I've never been in, I've been in the church, but I haven't been where you've been. And I didn't know that about you, Joni. So we're going to have to talk. I want to yeah, know. I don't. I want to know the details. It, it's not as exciting as it sounds, well, but I think yeah, it's I mean, I okay. I won't tell you anything, and then you'll think it's even more exciting. Yeah, probably. So, but yeah, it was the first Renaissance palace, and the church still does work here. Like Mountain mentioned, Cardinal Burke had his office here, and but when you walk into the church, you wouldn't know it's like in this palace. Like it really looks like a basilica. Yeah, and this is one of the few. It might be the only church in Rome. And I'll have to go by there and see, because I don't remember if it's still there. But a long time ago, cardinals, they could, after they died, leave their hat, their, not their like little cardinal hat, but like their, I don't remember what it's called, the big one. What is that called? Not the tall one, um, but like the long or the big, yeah. the, like, the, like the Saterno or something so- or... Yeah, I would um, know. I would know it if you weren't asking me some, on the podcast. Somebody's going to know, and they're going to be shaking their head right now. Come on, Mountain. Um, 
But this is one of the only churches left that had one in it. Because what they do is they put it like on the ceiling. The cardinal gets to pick the spot. They leave it on the ceiling until it deteriorates. And so this is- Galero. Thank you, Joni. Thanks and for then, having Google at your fingertips. Th- yeah, exactly. The black, the kind of joke is that once the hat deteriorates, the cardinal then is in heaven. Oh, I didn't know that. that. he's stuck in purgatory until his hat disintegrates. Oh. Yeah. So, hmm. I, I mean, that's not church teaching, but <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. yeah, so this has some ties to art, like the cardinal that lived here. He's the one that brought Michelangelo to Rome. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bramante helped design the palace. Mm-hmm. So he also helped with St. Peter's. Uh, Bernini had something to do with something on the inside. So probably because of the... He created a tomb. Yeah, because of the prominent location, it's right by St. Peter's, more or less. And having a cardinal living here involved a lot of artists. St. Bridget of Sweden stayed here. She stayed everywhere. St. Francis Xavier ministered out of here for a while. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a, it's an important yeah, church. There's a lot of connections. It has one of the weirdest relics that I've ever seen. And I remember, oh, oh you, you probably, you, I talked to you about this when I first saw it. So they have a little chapel that has hundreds of relics in it, just tiny little relics. And then they have a list printed, which is awesome because most places do not. You're just looking at a bunch of bones or something. But one of the relics is Mary's milk. Do you remember that? Oh, Yeah. Like what? Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Why? How? Nope. Nope. I yeah. I'm sorry. There's no way. I don't. I mean, I. It's got the little seal on it. So like, there's a nun that prepared the seal and put it in the little reliquary. No. no. Is it? Is it liquid? I. You can't get that close. It's like behind a okay. altar rail. Yeah, there's no, yeah. I mean, I know, I'm, I, mean, I, I agree with you, like, I, <laughs> but. <laughs> there's, there's this idea that like the Holy Family, like when they were, when they were living in Nazareth, nobody knew who they were. They were just a normal family. Why would somebody take Mary's milk and keep it as a relic? Yeah, it's not like this was after the crucifixion or something. This is. Right. This unless is she was like I'm lactating sorry. for 30 years. <laughs> I don't know. That is really strange. Yeah, but Poor they. Mary. And. Yeah, I, I sent it like I sent yeah. it to you. I think you talked to Father Hammond about it. I talked to a few of my friends that know and understand Latin and relics, and they all said, "Yeah, that's it's Mary's milk." But what? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like some rando in Nazareth was like collecting milk and saved it. This is like up there with the vials of darkness. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. That's why I'm it's saying strange. it's like the weirdest relic. Of course, they have a lot of yeah normal stuff to like they have a piece of mary's veil which might also be questionable a bunch of bones so anyway yeah that's why i said it's one of the weirdest relics under the altar is the pope is pope saint damas yeah there's some for i I accept that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah sometimes relics get a little out of hand yeah just a little so this was one of the churches that i remember being We've talked before that if you go to the station masses, you kind of see the who's who of Catholic Rome. Um, I'm sorry, just of Catholicism, because a lot of the English speakers 
go to go to the station churches. And this is the one where I, I saw George Weigel. And I remember we were waiting. They were really late to open the church. And I was like, are we even at a church? Like we were standing outside, but everybody was kind of gathering. And I remember John Allen, who's a, a famous Rome um, Vatican reporter, was chatting with George Weigel. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing that like... It would just seem, I mean, they're normal people. Like I I wasn't like, you know, starstruck, but it was just a good reminder that, you know, we're all pilgrims on this journey and we were all going to mass and yeah. And you know what, Joni, next year, if you're here for station churches, people are going to be looking at us thinking the same thing. (gasps) Oh, there's Mountain and Joni. You wait. Except they don't know what I look like. So it's great. Oh, that's true. People recognize you all the time and I love it. I love that. Yeah, it doesn't happen as much these days, but it does happen. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> true. No, that's not true. Some Italians yeah. do recognize me, and that that really goes to my head. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't have a big head when I get recognized, but when Italians like are oh, yeah. and they start speaking Italian, I'm like, oh, that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying to me, but thanks. Exactly. Thanks for calling me out on my yeah. Italian journey. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, that's one of my memories of San Lorenzo. And he's currently Bishop now, but um, he was Monsignor Conley at the time. Now he's Bishop Conley. Monsignor Conley was talking to them and he said, oh, I have to say hi to my friends. And he came to talk to us. And that made me more excited than even anything else. Well, you've you've told a similar story about Scott Hahn. And I think that that's really cool. Oh, and Scott Hahn recognized, all these people were recognizing Scott at, at the Vatican. And I used to work for Scott Hahn for a bit. And um, and so he was coming out of the Vatican and people were like, oh, there's Scott Hahn. And I was just like standing there thinking, oh, that's right. He's over here too, because we were on spring break. And uh, he turned, he was like, Joni. <laughs> and it was just, it made me feel good about myself. Yeah. Well, he should say <laughs> anyway. Joni because you do a lot of good work. Oh, well, thank you. I'm also a very prideful person that likes when people recognize me. So, <laughs> Well, I, I like it when the Italians recognize me. So I'm there with yeah. you. Thankfully, the confessionals are still open during our lockdown, so I can go confess my pride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. got San Lorenzo in Damaso. Yep. Great church you should visit when you're here. It's another one of those you can just pop in, have a quick look, and be like, oh, cool church. There's a side door on Vittorio Emanuele that's, there's a little sign above it that says the church's name, and you can pop in that side door. Um, other than that, you might have a hard time finding it. But like we said, it's right off Campo di Fiore, kind of yeah. in the parking lot just outside of Campo di Fiore. Yeah. So tomorrow, another favorite. It's up there yes. for both of us. A big church that big, we've talked about before. But huge. We'll not, talk a little bit about it. Not station days, though. That's true. Yes. Yes. So. And I found okay. out something about this church that I've been saying incorrectly for years. Oh. And it's because of our podcast the other day on Santa Susana that I realized it. So I'll share that story tomorrow. That's exciting. And you're probably going to be wanting to know what it is as soon as we're done talking here. Yes. (laughs) Tell me now. I'm in suspense. No, I'm going to make it. Because there was something that I corrected Mountain about at this church. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. And he was right and I was wrong. And so I I don't mind when Mountain... is corrected because when I try to do it, I'm usually the wrong one. So anyway. Well, this isn't something that you okay. knew either, I don't think. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's because well, I, of I look forward to it. It's tomorrow. because of something you said at Santa Susana that made me look hmm. into this. And then I was like, okay. oh. Wow. 
Wow. So. Okay. We'll see. We'll see you tomorrow. And everybody, no, no one's going to think it's exciting. I will. Okay, you will. Okay. And all the people that I've taken here on day pilgrimage, they'll be like, he lied to me. Yes. Oh. About something I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember because my brain was so full of Rome. Right. So, okay. Okay. Well, ciao, everybody. Until tomorrow. Ciao, people. Thanks for listening. Ciao, ciao.